Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good evening, fellow MAGA extremists. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Very happy to have you with us this evening. Hope you're drying out out there after a weekend of uh, well-deserved, well-needed rain. Glad to have you with us here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. You know, all those things that late-term Laura Kelly absolutely hates. We're thrilled to have you with us tonight. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach me at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and Truth Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. I, I always like hearing from listeners and look forward to hearing from you tonight. We've got a great show planned for you uh, with Friday's wrap-up of the 2023 legislative session. We're going to sit down with Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins and Assistant Senate Majority Leader Renee Erickson to review the final action and how their actions may impact you. We'll hear from both sides of the Capitol to get a a feel from uh, how how each chamber handled the different bills. Speaking of bills, Bill Pasco, spokesperson for the Tea Party Patriots Action, will join us to discuss this week's GOP debt ceiling vote and the need to cut federal spending. Curtis Hauk from Newsbusters will be back with us to discuss the firing of Don Lemon at CNN, uh, no big loss, and Tucker Carlson at Fox. And what it means for both networks will preview the likely red-on-red Trump versus DeSantis matchup with U.S. Army veteran and country music star Derek Johnson and State Treasurer Stephen Johnson will tell us about the recent bill the legislature passed that is designed to thwart investing by the state on matters of environmental, social, and governance factors. That's the ESG issue that you've heard about all through the campaign and has been, you know, an issue that's many states have taken up. 
Kansas has finally passed legislation. We'll talk to State Treasurer Johnson about that later in the show. And, of course, we'll take your calls at 316-869-1330. You know, one of the things we saw this session a lot, especially in this past, you know, couple weeks, is late-term Laura vetoed a host of bills in defense of the radical transgender movement was this push by the left to... uh, Erase women, really. Um, and, and she's done this because she and the vast majority of the Democrat Party are fully engaged in a war on one, on women and, and traditional norms. They've, they've chosen to side with the most fringe elements in our society who ridicule and mock gender norms in order to normalize this dystopian view of what gender really is. And late-term Laura vetoed a bill, for example, that ensured the safety of school children on overnight trips. I mean, it's just, it's crazy if you think about it. The governor on the left think it's normal for your child to stay in a hotel room with a child of the opposite gender on a school trip. But, you know, why not? She also sees nothing wrong with biological men and female inmates being incarcerated in the same cell in our state prisons. But after all, these guys now say say they're women and they identify as women, so what could possibly go wrong? I mean, <laughs> you know, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> but, but, you know, folks, this isn't about late-term Laura or, you know, Dylan Mulvaney, the, the new phase of Bud Light, Andy Hoosier's favorite drink. I mean, it, it's it's not, you know, it's not about them. It's it, it's it's more than that. It has everything to do with the fact that Dylan Mulvaney and some of these others are biological men. It has everything to do with the fact that men are taking away opportunities from women, marginalizing women and demeaning women, and the left is celebrating them for doing it. Now, they say it's only a face on a beer can, or it's only a sports bra, or it's only a swim meet, or a high school sporting event. But again, it's more than that. They're being their authentic selves, they say. But what about the women and the girls who are being denied the opportunity to be their authentic selves? Without having to share a podium, a locker room, a hotel room, or a shower with a biological man. And I need you to understand the horrible effects and the danger this is going to have on our society and our children. Women and girls are being marginalized. That's what this is. And who is standing up for women's rights? It's everywhere now, and frankly, enough is enough. This week, for example, a bunch of liberal congresswomen marched across the rotunda in the U.S. Capitol to demand the Senate pass the Equal Rights Amendment. We are right outside the Senate chamber while the vote is happening for the ERA right now. So the House is standing saying to the Senate, we need you to make the ERA happen today. ERA now. That's right. That's right, because gender equality can't wait. There should be no deadline for that. It's been over 100 years. We deserve for gender equality to be enshrined in the Constitution. We're going to go in here, uh, look at our Senate colleagues, and... um, Demand they do the right thing. Do the right thing by the women of this country. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. 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 They're they were demanding 
demanding that the Senate do the right thing for women. It's been a hundred years, and there they are, demanding we do the right thing for women. And yet, just last week, they all voted against a law that would have protected women and girls' sports. There was their fight. There was their opportunity to fight for gender equality, and no one was there fighting. They ignored that opportunity. They chose to fight for men and a man's right to play sports on a woman's team. Maybe they're too busy trying to define what a woman is. But at least some in Biden's administration are trying to fix this problem or our laughably unqualified Secretary of Transportation has a plan. Despite stubbornly high inflation and a looming debt crisis, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is asking Congress for $20 million in his department's proposed fiscal year 2024 budget to develop female crash test dummies. Now, Despite the fact that Democrats continue to insist there are no biological differences between male and female athletes, apparently there are differences between male and female crash test dummies. And you may think this is asinine, and I may think this is crazy, but one congressman, congresswoman thinks this is a great idea. To make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims. (laughs) Talk about female dummies. I mean, she thinks we need to invest in female car crash dummies to fight gender inequity. I thought Democrats didn't believe in gender. I mean, the mocking, the disrespect, the normalizing of this insanity, it's so degrading, so maddening, and insulting to biological women. Do these people understand what kind of a false, disingenuous society they are building for our daughters and granddaughters, young and old, by condoning this? But that is what they understand, because the ultimate goal of these people is to completely eradicate gender norms, and they will use force if necessary to achieve their goals. We're already seeing this play out across the country. I mean, keep in mind here, folks, those of us who honor and respect women and traditional values have an obligation. We need to stand by women. We need to affirm them. And we need to recommit to defending them before they are erased for good. Because the left is opening Pandora's tampon box by allowing this behavior. They are putting actual women and girls at risk in order to pander to a radical fringe minority. And it's high time principled conservatives stood up to oppose them. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, Bill Pasco from Tea Party Patriots Action will join us to discuss this week's debt ceiling vote. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. 
Maximum Outdoor Equipment and Services growing and ready for mowing season. Visit our newest location south of 21st and Andover Road or check out the Kellogg and West location. For over 30 years, we've serviced and stocked parts for nearly all brands of mowers, not just the brands we sell. We're growing so you can keep mowing. Test drive a new mower today at Maximum Outdoor Equipment's newest location south of 21st and Andover Road or visit Kellogg and West Street or MaximumOutdoor.com. We know mowers. Maximum Outdoor Equipment. Topper's Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. Whether you're working or playing, Topper's Plus will get your truck ready with Rhino linings. Nothing beats a Rhino, the leader in sprayed-on truck bed liners that outperforms plastic drop-in rubber mats and paint-like coatings. They won't crack, peel, or warp and include a lifetime warranty. Topper's Plus, your Rhino dealer. Visit our new location at 333 Northwest Street or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you! Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Serving with the Great Plains Nature Center is an opportunity packed with adventure, exploration, and free family fun, including interactive events, animal care, trail cleanup, children's programs, and more. There are volunteer opportunities for everyone. Located at 29th and Woodlawn, they're open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, while park trails are open dawn to dusk. Find your place at the Great Plains Nature Center on social media and at GPNC. At Midwest Kia, we know that car shopping can feel like one big April Fool's joke. Finding available inventory, qualifying for a good rate on the loan, and making sense of all the promises being advertised can take all the fun out of car shopping. Not this April, and not at Midwest Kia. Come see us for the promise of a better way to buy. Simple processes, transparent pricing never marked up over MSRP, and always with the intention of getting you into your new Kia fast. Get up to $1,500 in rebates and special APR offers as low as 2.9% on your next new Kia. We've got the vehicles in stock, ready to go, and the staff to help you find the perfect fit for you. Plus, every new Kia comes with our amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. This April, don't be fooled by the old car sales tricks. Visit us at MidwestKia.com and experience the better way to buy. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. $1,500 rebate off MSRP in stock units only. 2023 Kia Nero EV, 2.9% APR up to 48 months. $2,209 per month for 1000 finance. Qualifying buyers only. See dealer for details. My show personally, the Glenn Beck Program, is at its zenith. Doesn't get better than right now. There are more people listening to me than there are watching cable news right now. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, you give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Would love to hear from you. Coming up, bottom of the hour, Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins and Assistant Majority Leader Renee Erickson will be with us, so stick around for that. In the meantime, with the clock ticking on the debt ceiling debate, 
House Republicans have narrowly passed a bill that they hope will bring President Biden to the negotiating table, assuming he can you know, find his way to the table from his stupor. The bill would raise the debt ceiling while cutting federal spending, things Democrats are vehemently opposed to linking and threaten, uh, threatens rel- really to unravel Biden's domestic agenda. Joining us now to discuss what was passed and the prospects of the bill's future in the Senate is Bill Pasco. He's the spokesman for Tea Party Patriots Action. Bill, thank you for joining us, my friend. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again. John, good to be with you this Sunday night. So, you know, if you look at this, and I read it, and I understand the Dems hate it, but I started reading this thing and going through it, and I'm thinking, okay, check, I like that, check, I like that. There are very few things in here I don't like. It it sets federal discretionary spending, uh, other than, I mean, I'm not a big fan of $1.47 trillion during the next f- fiscal year, but it only allows it to increase 1% annually from there, which is great. They're basically saying, look, you can't spend more than you have. You need to justify any future spending increases. And that's really the best part of the bill, and it seems like it's the part that Democrats hate the most. <laughs> well, you're absolutely right, because it puts a check on Democrat excess spending. We're talking about raising the debt limit by a trillion and a half dollars, but we're talking about cutting spending by four and a half trillion dollars. So it's a three to one ratio. And that is that is making the Democrats gag right now. They're, they're just choking on it. And the, uh, the thing the, I don't the, understand here, Bill, they've just been they've been on this drunken binge of a spending spree on all kinds. I mean, and I've gone on this show over many times the the you know quote unquote essential spending on stuff like the Michelle Obama trail and the LGBTQ museums and some of the other things that they just think are so necessary. I mean, there's hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases, billions of dollars in wasteful spending, capping it, and this is. They're not cutting new spend. They're not cutting spending existing. They're just cutting the amount of new spending. Yeah, that's right. This is this is an old trick in Washington. Washington uses something called baseline budgeting that assumes that the budget will grow every year because we've got population growth and we've got inflation. So when you and I say we were planning to spend a million dollars more next year, and now we'll only spend $500,000 more next year, you and I would say that's increasing spending by $500,000. Right. Democrats would say, no, 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 you're cutting spending by $500,000. Right. Right. And we say, no, 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 you're not cutting. We're spending more next year than we are this year. That's not a cut spending cut. That's a spending increase. It's just not as much of a spending increase as you wanted. Yeah, this is the same thing that Democrats did to our former governor a few years ago, Sam Brownback, back in the day. Because he cut, quote-unquote, if you ask Democrats, Sam Brownback cut education. And he didn't. He never cut education spending. But what he did was he cut the amount of the increase in spending. And that's That's exactly what they've done, is they have demonized him for years as the governor who cut education spending. And in actuality, he isn't. The only governors who've ever cut education spending in Kansas were Democrats. But you know how this works, and it's the same thing here. I mean, they're just cutting the amount of the increase. But, oh, if you watch CNN or MSNG, LGBTV, uh, the whole narrative is that we're cut, that the Republicans are cutting an increase. And if you look at this, I mean, yes, they're going to claw back COVID money, but that's COVID money that's unspent. 
They're going to target the IRS's new 85,000 new agents that they don't need. They're blocking Biden's student loan relief that, that the majority of the country doesn't approve of anyway. So, But other than that, there's still new spending out there. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's hard to pick apart this bill. It's, it's a 320-page bill that was put together by people that you and I like. Right. We would we would enjoy having a conversation with the people who put this bill together. That's the amazing thing. It's not just a Republican bill. It's a conservative bill. Yeah, it's actually a conservative bill. They actually let the conservatives sit at the table and contribute to this bill. That's a nice change. And some of these ideas came from Senator Joe Manchin. So it's act in a way it's it's bipartisan. Now Dems don't like him either. So I mean, what is that? You know, that, that's right. And he's trying to decide whether or not he's going to even run for re-election. You know, the very popular governor of West Virginia, a Democrat turned Republican, just announced a couple of days ago that he was going to run for the Senate. So Manchin has a tough decision to make. Yeah, he does. Uh, And and you're right. He he looks at this bill, and he's been saying for a couple of months now that President Biden needs to sit down with Speaker McCarthy and begin these negotiations. The, The Biden White House and Chuck Schumer in the Senate were waiting to see if Kevin McCarthy could get this thing through the House. He's gotten it through the House. This gives him chips at the table. That's what this bill is all about. Do I expect this bill to pass the Senate? No, I don't. Uh, Do I expect President Biden to sign this bill into law? No, I don't. But you know what? There's so many good things in this bill that Kevin McCarthy could give up half the bill. He could give up three quarters of the bill and still walk away. If he gets one quarter of what's in this bill or one half of what's in this bill, he's still miles ahead of where we are now. We're talking with Bill Pascoe from Tea Party Patriots Action. And and one of the things... If nothing else, they at least now have taken away the talking point that Democrats have been using for months that Republicans have no plan. Well, now now we do. We have a plan. Here's our plan. Joe Biden has none. Joe Biden's only plan has been clean bill, give me, you know, carte blanche to raise the debt. That's not a plan either. And so at least they've taken that away. The Democrats seem to think the budget and spending aren't linked, which is which is ostrich, which is put your head in the, you know, stick your head in the ground and pretend like one doesn't lead to the other. And I think it's, I'm glad to see them actually come out with a plan that says we can do both. Now the really the onus is on the White House to see what they do, isn't it? It, it is absolutely on the White House and the Senate Democrats. Chuck Schumer has the next move and he's got a problem because the cast of usual suspects, the Senator Murkowski and Senator Collins, this kind of squishy Republicans that can always be counted on to cut a deal with the Democrats. Yeah, Romney. They have already indicated that they're standing behind Speer and McCarthy and what the House Republicans have done. They want to raise the debt limit, but they only want to do that if they can get some spending cuts in exchange. I don't know that we'll end up with a three-to-one ratio of, of $3 cut for $1 in debt ceiling increase, but I think we're going to get at least one-to-one and that's far better than what President Biden and Chuck Schumer want. Yeah, and when you consider that they're at least moving, the, the Republicans have at least now indicated that they're willing to move. So far, the, the White House hasn't moved an inch. And I just hope that the American people recognize that, look, one side's negotiating, the other side is refusing to even talk. I just hope that message gets out there. Well, it's beginning to, and it's beginning to from Democrats. As we said, Manchin has, has been saying this for weeks. 
Now there are other Democrats in the House and in the Senate that are saying, "Okay, it's time for President Biden to sit down and start the negotiations. Look, tomorrow is the first day of May. We heard months ago from the Secretary of the Treasury that they've only got until the beginning of June before she runs out of smoke and mirrors ability to keep paying the bills. What are we waiting for at this point? Right. The president, the, the president has been sitting on his hands. He's been waiting to see if McCarthy could move a bill. Guess what? McCarthy moved a bill. Oh, come on, he's Bill. He went and got ice cream. He's had ice cream. He's, he's been doing lots <laughs> of things. He's, <laughs> Joe's been doing a lot. Bill, I, I appreciate you, brother. If folks are interested, if they want to get in touch with Tea Party Patriots, you're at TeaPartyPatriots.org, correct? That's right. TeaPartyPatriots.org. As simple as can be. I appreciate you, my friend. I uh, appreciate you keeping us updated on this, and we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch, brother. All right. Take care, John. Appreciate you. We'll be taking your calls at 745. And coming up after the break, we'll be with uh, Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins and Assistant Senate Majority Leader Renee Erickson to review the final actions of the legislature, which just adjourned, and see how what they did may affect you. Don't forget our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Work or play, LionX of Wichita has you covered. Our spray-in bed liners come with a nationwide lifetime warranty. We carry and install truck accessories, window tint, undercoating, and more. Stop by or call today, 316-858-1197. Don't just protect it, LionX it. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. After an accident, many people try to handle everything on their own. The problem is that even simple accidents can become complex very quickly. Making one mistake can cost you a lot of money. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. If you're hurt in a wreck, it's important to contact a lawyer as soon as possible. At Patterson Legal Group, we can guide you through all the correct steps to get you every penny you deserve. In a wreck, need a check? Call the Patterson Legal Group today. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5 do you want to play better golf? With over 30 years of experience, the pros at TGW's Pure Performance Center have helped customers shave thousands of strokes off their games. Using the latest launch monitor technology, we measure every aspect of impact, the reaction of the golf ball, and have over 20,000 configurations to fit every club in your bag. 
We perform a nine-point inspection on every club and have a 90-day performance guarantee. See for yourself. Visit TGWPurePerformanceCenter.com to schedule your appointment today. The number one auto lender in Kansas is now offering 100 days with no payments. Just apply for an auto loan at Credit Union of America before June 30th. You'll also get the quick approval, great rates, and friendly service that makes CUA stand out every day. Visit CUofamerica.com slash 100 for details. Offer valid April 1st through June 30th, 2023. To members in good standing with approved credit, Credit Union of America is the number one auto lender in Kansas for select counties based on Experian Automotive's January to December 2022 Kansas Lender Summary. It's National Kerastan Month at Mill Creek Flooring and Granite. With inflation-busting prices on luxurious Kerastan carpet, vinyl, and hardwood flooring. And Mill Creek's unbeatable 36-month financing makes it easier than ever to upgrade. And while you're shopping for beautiful new Kerastan floors, be sure to have a Mill Creek professional show you all the granite and stone countertops that are also on sale. But hurry, these incredible deals end June 1st. With 16 locations, there's a Mill Creek flooring and granite near you. Shop online at millcreekcarpet.com. Weather brought to you by Rustyak Ford. I'm Joe Chiro. Hunter Biden is expected to appear in an Arkansas court tomorrow over a child support dispute. Biden and his ex-lover, London Roberts, had reached an agreement, but the case was reopened when Biden asked for a recalculation of his child support payments. Roberts' attorneys pushed back on that request in court, accusing Biden of mischaracterizing his financial situation to get out of the payments. Fox's C.B. Cotton. Authorities in Texas say they have no idea where the man is who's suspected of killing five people in the town of Cleveland Friday night. There's now a combined reward of $80,000 for information leading to Francisco Oropesa's arrest. A backcountry skier was buried and killed by an avalanche near Colorado's Breckenridge Ski Resort. The Colorado Avalanche Information Center says it happened at about 13,000 feet elevation and could have occurred on Saturday. America is listening to Fox News. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Our late-term Laura Kelly theme song might be the last time we play this for a little while. want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there and Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, this week, the legislature returned to Topeka to wrap up the 2023 session. Their agenda included addressing over a dozen Laura Kelly vetoes, finalizing the budget and more. Joining us now to bring us a summary from each chamber is Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins here in the studio and Assistant Senate Majority Leader Renee Erickson by phone. Guys, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the show with us this evening. Thank you, John. Yeah, great to be with you, John. 
Let me uh, let me start with uh, we'll go we'll go ladies first. Even though you know I know they always consider themselves the upper chamber, but well, John, I really <laughs> I, I am I am honored to be on with Renee Erickson. She's a rock star up there. She, uh, she I, you gotta she love is. her. I she's you know we. We should, you know, especially since she's not here, we could actually pick on her, and there's not much she could do about it. I could, just, I could just mute her microphone. Yeah. Well, you pick on her. I'm not going <laughs> to. So, Renee, let me. Yeah, I don't want to pick on her either because she's. Yeah, yeah, I, she, I like her too much. Uh, Renee, let me. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the the tax bill. Because you know you guys had some trouble over there, and and you know Laura Kelly, who all who planned on axing the taxes, well she she failed, or well she actually axed taxes basically. She caused all Kansans not to get a tax cut this year, in part because she had help, uh, help from a few of your colleagues, and I I got to call them out. I mean, yes, we knew Dennis Pyle was a was a putz, but you know Carolyn McGinn. Voted no. Mark Steffen voted no. Alicia Straub voted no. Rob Olson, I don't know what happened with him. Can you kind of walk us through what happened with the uh, with the tax bill in the Senate? Well, John, unfortunately, you know the games that are played at the end and deals that are being made, and that's exactly what happened. We have some self-serving legislators who um, would rather uh, make a deal that benefits them personally than do what's right for every Kansan because that tax bill was a phenomenal piece of legislation. Oh, yeah. It dealt dealt with income, sales, property tax. It dealt with the Social Security cliff. Um, It would have given tax relief to every single Kansan. And because we have some self-serving senators Unfortunately, the House didn't get a chance to take it up, but um, that's that's about as as plain as I can be, and it's a shame, and I hope that the constituents of those senators are watching and that they vote accordingly in next year's election. Well, you're being being, uh, generous. You're being gentle. I don't have to be. Um, I don't serve with them, so I don't have to. And and that's why I named them. Carolyn McGinn. If she chooses to run again, we've had this issue with her in the past. I've had the issue with her in the past. This is unacceptable. I mean, you're right. I'm glad you brought up Social Security because that bill would have, it would have, Dan, if I'm right, I mean, that bill would have really helped folks on on the fixed income, folks on Social Security. It would have lowered property taxes. It would have eliminated the sales tax on food a year earlier than when it's already scheduled. And, you know, people like... I mean, we know why Dennis Pyle did it. Dennis Pyle's a narcissist who just, you know, he didn't get what he wanted, so he took his paw, his ball and went home. But, you know, why McGinn? Why Mark Steffen in Hutchinson? Well, one thing I would say, John, and everything Renee said is absolutely correct, but I would say let's go back to the veto. We're talking about a veto override, but go back to the veto. It's really a bizarre twist of political spite that the Kelly Tolan administration who always grabbed their made for TV acts. Oh yeah. And instead of axing the sales tax, they axed the tax relief. Yeah. Yes. Good point. So, so I guarantee you throughout this year, I'm going to let folks know every time I get a chance that the governor, the governor literally axed the tax relief. We're just going to spend it on her because that's a fact. Now, Quite frankly, 
uh, and Renee's right. I, I was just waiting. I was, Ty and I had, uh, had, that was kind of really one of our really big asks this year is to be able to get a single rate tax. And, and I know all of the good folks in the Senate are just devastated because they didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, we're devastated because we didn't get a chance, but those things do happen and I never hold it because we're, we're in a, we fail on some things too. We, we didn't get everything through that we wanted. The, the parents bill of rights, you know, that was something that, you know, a lot of people wanted and we didn't get that. Uh, so there's just a lot of those type of things that happen. Um, you know, Eddie Eagle, who would have thought that we yeah. wouldn't have got Eddie Eagle? Yeah. That the, the governor would, would veto gun safety. Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, it's so, Renee, you know, all I know is when we see, and we're going to see at some point, Rob Olson get an appointment, a governor's appointment to something. I think we're all going to know what prompted that. But when, you know, on this tax cut, aren't we sitting on upwards of $4 billion in reserves? Because I saw the governor's statement. It referenced not being able to afford or go back to the brown back. You know, they always love throwing Sam under the bus. But she mentioned not being able to afford it and fiscal cliffs. The state's sitting on close to $4 billion of our money. How can she say that we can't afford this? Well, John, the truth of the matter is they can afford what they want, but when it's yeah, something you. we want that's good for Kansans, then they don't have enough money. Thank and we you. saw that over and over again. The fact is they revised the estimates upward again about a week ago, and we're sitting next year, I think it's going to increase to what, uh, Mr. Speaker, $2.5 billion. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got to be smart about it, but we know by broadening the tax base, by giving every Kansan tax relief is going to do more than her her ridiculous give every Kansan and every married couple $400 or $800 one-time money. That doesn't even cover the cost of inflation for their grocery bill for a month. Right, which so, which would have been zero. Their tax on grocery would have been zero had she right. signed this. That's well, right. And uh, we just need to do a better job of pointing out the hypocrisy and who's really fighting for everyday Kansans. Well, and don't think that we aren't going to come back uh, next year and do it again. I mean, next year is an election year. We will come back and do another tax plan. I guarantee you we will. The conservatives, actually, we had... You had Democrats we, support some of this. Yeah, stuff. we had originally, originally we had 96 votes in the House when we peeled off just a tenth and went from 525 to 515 during our negotiation and conference. Um, that peeled it back to 85 in the House, but the, uh, the Senate still had, I believe that originally they had 28. Uh, so we had it done. Uh, what are they going to do next year? Is 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 Rob Olson going to do the same thing? It's an election year, and of course he's he says he's not standing for election, which he probably isn't, and so he'll be unhinged. But truly, the Democrats that don't vote for it, they're going to be in trouble because the people of Kansas deserve to get some of their money back. Ray said it: two and a half billion dollars ending balance next year, plus one point seven billion. In our rainy day fund, in our budget stabilization fund. So you're talking. You're right. It's over four billion dollars. That's what I was. That's what I meant. It's over four billion dollars in reserves. And you know, we talk about that, and people think, well, that's great. The state, and I, and I think that's horrendous because that ain't your money. <laughs> I mean, I, that's our money. And as far as I'm concerned, you should give it back. 
And and Laura Kelly, I've heard multiple Democrats. I mean, all through. I, you, I don't know if you're on Twitter as much as I am. Not me, but I stay off. I'm on Twitter quite a bit, and there was a whole slew of rhetoric on Twitter about how that money should have been spent. It should have gone to special ed. It should have gone to K through 12. It should have gone here, and it should have gone there. And that's what the Democrat mindset is. The Democrats are mad that you didn't spend that money, and I'm sitting here mad that you didn't give it back because it ain't their money. <laughs> No, that's that's absolutely true. So we're gonna what what we'll have is we'll have a tax bill next year. Probably look a lot the same. Um, it, it may change just slightly, but it'll it'll have a lot of the same feel. And if the Democrats and and, and Laura Kelly do not, uh, if she doesn't sign it again, and assuming that we can't override it, which I hope we can, but if we can't, they're going to own it. They're going to own the fact that they have axed tax relief for the state of Kansas, uh, the, the taxpayers of the state of Kansas. With a massive budget sh- uh, surplus. That's right. We're gonna, we'll take a quick break. I know, Renee, uh, I know you've got a concert that you're running off to, but I wanted to ask real quick because I don't want you to, to miss your concert. But you were instrumental in helping get – you've had some real successes this year. Uh, the Women's Bill of Rights was one that you really fought for, that you led the charge in part – um, and before I, I take a break and let you go, I just wanted to, to get your thoughts on getting that passed finally and the, and the protect, for, protection for women and girls sports. Absolutely. You know, John, we're the first state in the nation to pass a bill like that. And thank goodness, because at the beginning of the show, you said ladies first. And now we have a statutory definition of woman. <laughs> so um, that, that's a good thing. Hey. Look, I'm proud to, to fight for women. Um, what's going on in our culture is absolutely demeaning to women. And it's funny that the feminists somehow have gone radio silent on this. I'm hoping that they will see what's going on. We're starting to see a little bit of that. Riley Gaines has been phenomenal in fighting on this mm-hmm. issue. And I'm, I'm proud to be just a small part of that fighting and very proud that Kansas is leading the charge on um, defining what a woman is. I think it's ridiculous. We have to have such legislation, but we do to make sure our daughters and granddaughters have the same opportunities that I have had and other women that have gone before them and the, the fighting for women's rights for 50 years. So we're just carrying on that tradition and proud to do so and, and glad that we were able to get that done. Well, I we're going to take a quick break. You and Roger go enjoy the uh, the concert. Dan, can you stick around through the break? Sure. All right, we'll take a quick break. Renee, thank you. Enjoy the concert, all right? Will do. Thank you, John. We'll be back with Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins right after this. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Plant, nurture, and celebrate trees this Arbor Day at Treetop Nursery's Arbor Day Sale. Today, get 25% off all trees, shade, ornamental, and evergreen. For nearly 50 years, Treetop Nursery, your locally owned garden center, has been the area's trusted resource for expert tree advice. Shop Treetop's huge selection of trees, all 25% off, and experience the benefits and beauty of trees in your own yard. Treetop Nursery, two blocks west of Woodlawn on 37th Street North. Live for today, plant for tomorrow. 
Rusty Eck Ford has been serving our customers in Wichita and all over Kansas for 70 years. Rusty Eck Ford is the new Ford or Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicle you are looking for online, in stock, and ready for delivery. Our finance team will help you with the best finance options available. Need your car serviced? Rusty Eck Ford has factory certified technicians to care for all your auto repair needs. We can pick up and drop off your vehicle for service, and our mobile service van can come to your home, work, or fleet for most routine maintenance needs. Been in a wreck? Call Eck. Our certified professionals can work on all makes and models. We work with your insurance company to get you back on the road as soon as possible. Rusty Eck Ford is Wichita's only President's award-winning dealership three years running for the best overall sales and service experience. Come see us today at 7310 East Kellogg or online at RustyEckFord.com and drive home your new Ford today. And remember, if you don't come see us today, we can't save you any money. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman. Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. We get all the latest updates on the show. And give us a call. Studio lines are open 316-869-1330. With us still is Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins. Dan, let me ask you, you had help. Uh, getting uh, some of these vetoes over. How many did you pass? There were there were we, uh, John. We had nineteen that we that we voted on um, total. We uh, the House passed thirteen in the Senate. After their votes, we actually ended up with eleven veto overrides that passed both sides and are now will now become law. And her pen was pretty busy. I, I oh, think I saw with 29 or something. So 30. Like 30. So, 30 and that was total. the most in yeah. 30 years, I think, is yeah. what I saw. Yes. Actually, it's probably the most. They, they went back and looked. Uh, Joan Finney had a, a pretty good uh, rage at one time, like 26. <laughs> um but I believe Laura Kelly holds the record now. She is she is the veto queen. So so much for governing from the middle and mm, not much and, in the middle. And, and, we call it the left ditch. The left ditch. So much for working across the aisle and and meeting, working with you guys. Yeah, and that's I think of what you passed here during veto. She's going to veto a couple more probably. Yeah, there will be a couple more that she'll veto. Uh, we expect the freedom. Uh, um, the health care freedom. freedom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we expect her to veto that. She won't let that go through. Uh, we didn't have a, a big vote. We passed it with 63 in the House, and I believe it was just 22 in the Senate. Uh, so it was a very close margin, so we couldn't override it even if we had a chance to override. Uh, and there's a there's at least one more bill, but the you know the budget, will, she'll sign the budget. She'll sign the K-12 through budget, so those will go through. Um, and that's the reason why we felt there was really no need to hold a signing die two weeks from now and try to get everybody back, which never works. I mean, no, we're, I know. 
we never get everybody back. So our members would, are already on vacation. Oh yeah, they're already gone. So, and, so that's the reason why we just decided to close it out uh, the last day and have Signy die the last day. So you had some help this session in your vetoes. We did, and in part because you know we've got a couple of. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about the moderates. I'm talking about the true rhinos, true Republicans in name only. These are Democrats who vote with the Democrats 90% of the time. Uh, Mark Schreiber, guy I serve with, sat in front of me on the House floor. Uh, David Younger, another one. They vote with the Dems all the time. And we, uh, conversely, this session, for a change, there was a Democrat who voted with you quite a bit, Marvin, sure. uh, Marvin Robinson. Robinson. Marvin Robinson is actually, I would tell you, he is a conservative Democrat. He's, a, he's been a Democrat the all Reagan his life. Reagan Democrat, basically. Yeah, he... But and but he has uh, he he represents a district in Kansas City, Kansas that actually supports what he's doing. He's getting you know out, outside of the hardcore Democrats that are just pounding away at him. Um, many of his constituents support what he's done. They don't believe they don't believe in this uh, this deal that a, a biological man should be able to compete against women in, in sports. Uh, they, they praise him for what he's done there. Uh, they don't. They don't believe that you. Sh- you know, if a if a child is born alive in a botched uh, abortion, abortion, you let it die. If you stick it over on a a stainless steel cold table and let it die. They don't believe that. Right. And so, you know, he he voted with us on a lot of things, and quite frankly, um, some of those we wouldn't have got uh, the overrides without him. Well, that's what I was going to ask. From what I understand, the the decorum has been a little lacking. From the other side of the aisle. Because you and I both know, I mean, some of the way we didn't like necessarily when some of our Republican colleagues would vote with the D's all the time, but they're still our colleagues. You don't throw spit wads at the back no, of their head. I mean, don't. Schreiber, I would look, I gave him, believe me, I was staring holes in the back of his head, but I didn't yell at him. No, but I understand Marvin doesn't get very good treatment from his He colleagues. does not. They, uh, they have treated him very sorely. Um, I, I really feel for him because he is truly voting his conscience, and and I believe he is voting his district. Um, of course, we all will always see that what, how that works out in the next election, what they think of him. But uh, Marvin Robinson is truly a nice guy. He truly is. I've talked to him. Um, I asked him one time, "Why are you voting with us?" And he says, "Dan, he said the Democrat Party has just went crazy." And he says, I haven't went with them. He said, I still believe in some of these things that they no longer believe in. And so he's truly voting his conscience. And so it's, it's really, it's really sad. You're right. Uh, the decorum has gotten a little lacking. And I've always felt like the house has been a very collegial house. Uh, we don't have big arguments and yelling and stuff like that. We have had that a couple of times this year. Um, and I hope that, that it ends. Uh, quite frankly, I've talked to the minority leader about that and the fact that he needs to make sure his folks honor the decorum. The House, you know, the House is an institution that, is, that has truly survived the test of time. Um, people, people come up there, they, we debate our issues, but we never go after each other at the well in debate. We try to keep it to the issues. 
have just a couple of times this year where that hadn't happened. Yeah, I mean, I can think of the only other time that that I'm aware of was when you know I got yelled at by uh, a Democrat colleague. Remember when? Absolutely, and and, and it was Tom, Tom Burroughs. Tom Burroughs, yeah. and and of course Ray Merrick, the Speaker of the House, had to step in. He did stepped and, in between you, and, and there was you know there, but it doesn't happen very often. Very but, seldom. But even yeah. this year, I remember the national media picked up on, and it was again on this transgender issue. Yeah, um, and I get people are are passionate, but. There, you have to just, and I, I know you're not on social media like I am, but I've seen the way they have treated Robinson on social media, on Twitter in particular. And well, it's, you've it's, probably it's seen bad. how they treated me on on Twitter too. Well, yeah, but you, you know, <laughs> you're the speaker. I'm pretty, I'm you're pretty the speaker. You're probably I'm, used to. It. I'm pretty thick skinned. I get a lot of it. <laughs> you had a lot of successes, though. I mean, the we talked, you know, about the Border Live Instant Infant Protection Act, uh, safety and overnight trips. Bill of Rights. Human smuggling. Human smuggling, which is yep. another one. I can't believe she vetoed that. Very surprising because we had a big vote. Uh, when that, that, uh, the, the human smuggling passed with 96 votes in the House. 96. And she vetoed it. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, it's Laura. I mean, yeah. what, you know, she's. So that means, that means at least what, uh, 12, uh, Democrats voted with us? Probably. Yeah, yeah. at least. If not more, because again, yeah. Schreiber probably voted with the D's. <laughs> so it, you know, it, yeah, we've had some big things. Uh, the welfare reform, that was truly a landmark, uh, piece of legislation. You know, if you're on, if you're on SNAP, on food assistance, we, we expect you to go to work. We, we, we or at least people, get training. Yeah. Or get training. Yeah. Literally with the, with the, uh, employment situation today, there's two and a half jobs for every applicant. We need every person that is, you know, an able-bodied person to be working. That's what this bill does, is it forces them to either work 30 hours a week or get job training so they can become fully employed. Why wouldn't we want that, and why wouldn't they want it? People truly gain a lot of self-respect right. and, yeah. and, 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 and the fact of being able to support themselves and not being on well, you know, you think you'd think the governor the governor would prefer to have more people in the workforce. Yeah, I guess she doesn't. Yeah, apparently not. Well, I, I appreciate you, Dan. You're out now. You're done for the year. I know, I know you'll be speaking and doing things like that. If folks want to stay in touch with you, obviously, Renee, they can, they can find her at ericksonforkansas.com, and you're... Hawkins for Kansas. Actually, Dan Hawkins. Dan Hawkins. Kansas Why do I keep making that mistake? Dot com or Dan Hawkins or, or speaker Dan Hawkins on Facebook. That's the second time I've yeah. done that to you. And actually, you can find me on. We're pretty prolific on Facebook. I we do my my uh, assistant, uh, my communications. I, I, she's not an assistant. She's our, my communications director, Carrie Raffald. She handles Twitter. I don't get on Twitter. <laughs> It's, you know, it's gotten better. Uh, it has gotten, Twitter has definitely gotten better. It has improved significantly. I don't mind it so much, but, you know, I block a lot of people. So that helps. Trust I don't me. like Twitter. I hate it. <laughs> Brother, I appreciate you. Enjoy your break. I know you'll probably be out and about. I guarantee you'll be speaking, and we'll see you around. And if folks want to reach you, now they know how to do it. And maybe. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.